It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio. With Greg Davis. Priority Talk. We welcome you in a brand new hour of Priority Talk Radio here on Truth 101 WXJC. And uh, we're glad you're with us right here at uh, FM 101.1 and 8.50 a.m. Also listen through the WXJC radio app, which has uh, now been updated as well. Yes, it has. My goodness. Go check it out. WXJC radio, the free app. It's an easy, quick download. uh, Really a great asset. And the website as well, WXJCradio.com has also been a re- completely overhauled and is really, really a useful uh, site. Uh, go check it out as well. You can listen live there. You've got uh, links to all the programs, all the uh, podcast, the schedule of all the programming here on the station. Uh, if you want to make comments to the station, you can do that. Just lots of great stuff there. So go check out WXJCRadio.com and the free app. Find us at PriorityTalkRadio.com. You can do that right off that website. You can get there either way. And uh, there you can listen live as well and uh, fall into our podcast page there or anywhere you listen to audio podcast. And you can find us on social media at Priority Talk. We'd be uh, honored if you'd go over and follow us. We try to do a good job of uh, keeping you up to date on what you what's coming or what you might have missed as well. So, uh, Greg Davis here, Nate Williams with me, and uh, we've got a good hour ahead of us here on the program. Uh, website's awesome. Website looks good. I mean, they literally just got this done, and uh, you can find My Hope Now from there as well, which uh, has uh, great programming like you hear on the station. But even beyond that, uh, myhopenow.com is uh, just a really great resource. I go there a lot of times if I'm studying a particular passage of Scripture and I just want to hear what different people might have, you know, how they might have approached it from teaching it or preaching it. Oh, yeah. I'll go to My Hope Now and uh, look up that passage of Scripture. And usually there's a couple of different messages on there from some of the WXJC, uh, you know, personalities or preachers, not really personalities, uh, uh, but some of the teachers. And, uh, yeah, it's just a great resource. So check that out as well. Uh, really great. Uh, right, right Side Radio is there also. It'll link you right through to their website, get connected with them. So uh, WXJCRadio.com or the free app, check them both out. I think you'll uh, be pleased with it and uh, find it to be a great resource for yourself. All right, uh, Nate, we've got a little hour ahead of us here. Yes, we do. I mean, uh, we're going to get into a um, – I just came across this. Uh, I'm, not on, I'm not a TikToker. You know, you don't do the the dances with the music. No, the, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. That on, would be hilarious. I'm not on TikTok. Um, I know a lot of people are, and I know some people see it as a calling to be on there and post things. And you know, I, I get that. Um, I'm just not on it. I can't keep up with what I got now, much less something <laughs> yeah. else that I, you know, I'm not a part of. Oh yeah. But you know, Facebook will you get stuff from TikTok because it's all connected. Yeah. And so. Um, Someone had shared a video of a lady, 
uh, I don't know who she is. Uh, I guess it's got her, uh, what do they call it on TikTok, your handle? What is your it? Hint at, yeah, yeah. I, guess, I guess so, handle, name, Handle, I mean, but that's account. like, that used to be like, you know, CB Radio is your handle. Yeah. If you, you don't even remember CB Radios. But anyway, you had a nickname. So you're looking at me with See, a blank stare. Well, so what I used to hear was like your Twitter handle. Yeah. Something like that. Now, CB Radios were uh, before cell phones, obviously. And those were what truckers used a lot and a lot of cars. You know, people would put them in their cars, you know, where you yeah, could talk. Yeah, and you could talk. So I remember those, and not the name. you'd be on a certain channel, but, but everybody yeah. else could hear you, too. Yeah. Uh, but you'd have a handle yeah. on there. So that's where the handle came from. Okay. At least that's where I know it from. So anyway, this lady, her name is on there. But uh, let me say, she appears to be a very nice person. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, just um, you've got a great video here, high quality. She's, uh, you know, not someone just kind of off the fly here at all. Yeah. It looks like she sat down and did this on purpose. Is that the way you took it? I think so. I don't think there's anything unplanned about this. I think no. she... She had a message, points ready. She had a message she wanted to get out, and she did. And so what we're going to do is just play this for you. I really don't even know how to describe it. You just got to hear it. We're going to play at least some, a big portion of it for you here. Uh, then we'll go to break, and then we'll come back and... Uh, Nate primarily is going to take this apart for us oh. and answer these questions. All right. Answer the, these points that she brings up. Uh, this is really an apologetical uh, hour. Yes. It's defending the faith. I'm excited. And uh, so here we go. All right. I want to play some of this for you. And uh, we'll um, j- j- just listen. That's all I can tell you to do at this point. Just get ready because it's going to take off quick. So be ready. And we're going to play it, then we'll go to break, and we'll come back, and then we'll go back through it and, and kind of uh, break it down for you. This is a message to all the Christians on this app. On behalf of all the heathens, please just let us go to hell. Like, just let us go there, and we are asking you to let us go there so you don't have to worry about saving us anymore. You don't have to comment on everything anymore. You can let us go there. We, we want to go there. Because every day, here are the comments that I get. Number one, I'm such an idiot for thinking that the world just popped up into existence. Because what people will do is say, I believe in God and a creator. And it makes more sense because there's creation, so there must be a creator. Not realizing that they've just placed a middleman in the problem and backed the problem up a step. And they didn't solve anything. Because then you have to answer, how did God come into existence? And if God always existed without being created, then you admit that things can exist without creation. So then why can't the universe just exist and even if you prove deism you still have all your work cut out for you in proving that god is in any way good or interacts with the world or is worthy of worship or which one is the right god you literally solve nothing by adding god to the mystery of existence the most rational response to looking at the universe and the origins of the universe and the origins of consciousness is to say i don't know not let me ask what first century palestinians thought since they didn't even know that germs made us sick maybe we can just leave them where they are and have a modern conversation about the mysteries of the universe. Number two. Okay, before everybody before everybody jumps out of their vehicle here, okay, or runs off the road listening to this, i just give you a minute to breathe. <sighs> yes. <laughs> I mean, first of all, that she's so anxious to go to hell is very disturbing. Yes. Uh, and then she makes her first point, but she has multiple points. But I just want to give you a chance to breathe. Uh, before we continue, and, and don't worry, we're going to go back. And I know all we're going to go back, and we're going to work our way through these. So, okay, we're just giving you first first blush at it. 
I get just read the Bible. I have a master's degree in theology. I studied medieval exegesis. And they say that as if there's only one interpretation or message of the Bible when there is not one single doctrine, not one, that is consistent throughout the Bible. This is why you can use the Bible to do just about anything. The Bible solves nothing. It is just a complex, long-form conversation where you can glean wisdom, but there's not anything there that you can use as a foundation to build a life. Number three, you have no foundation for morality. This one I get a lot, as if the Bible gives you an objective foundation for morality. It can't even say that slavery or genocide is wrong. Morality has always been a conversation, and if you study the Bible long enough, like really study it, you can watch that conversation happen, and you can watch rules change. You can watch God change his mind. It has always been relative morality, even in religion. And as we learn more and we share more stories, we have more empathy and that leads to more moral behaviors where we recognize that I am you and you are me and you seem to be a human just like me, so I'm gonna treat you how you wanna be treated. And we have empathy and we've evolved to have empathy as the kind of primates primates that we are. There is not objective morality in the Bible. This is why that you can use um, the Bible to either are you against or for slavery? So during the Civil War, the Bible didn't help at all. It solved nothing. It added an unnecessary middleman to the conversation. Number four, repent or be destroyed. This is this one is annoying because if I, as a spiritual atheist who lives a moral life as best I can, and I left religion because of my moral and intellectual compass that was given to me by God, and then I'm punished for it because I didn't believe the right things, then it is an immoral God because and it doesn't need to be worshipped because either character matters or it doesn't. And if it doesn't, then it's just luck. And if it's just luck that gets you into heaven or being born, into the right belief that gets you into heaven that's not a god worthy of worship so why tell me every day that i need to repent or be destroyed okay, number five chance you think uh, this lady I, we don't know who she is college professor i'm not a sure at a secular university potentially kind of striking me that way the more i and this i've listened to this several times but it just struck me uh, she seems intellectual she said she studied Medieval, all of this medieval yeah, and theology this. and all Exegesis. this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was using almost some academia type words. Yeah, which sort of eh, maybe, maybe she could. But look, I'm just saying this is the kind of stuff your your high schooler and your college students in particular are going to get hit with. Oh yeah, in a secular education system. Yeah. So uh, if you go, oh, I ain't worried about all that. I know what I believe. Well, you might better know how to answer some of these questions. Uh, so you can pass them along to your kids. If just have faith. That is the ultimate thought-ending cliche that believers use to deal with cognitive dissonance. I've never once gotten a good answer for why would God make faith in bad evidence the highest moral value in his hierarchy of values. This is the number one doubt for Richard Rohr, by the way, who believes that he's going to go see God. And he's going to ask, if he has an opportunity to ask a question, this is his question. Why did you make it so easy for us to be blinded by our own biases and patterns and superstitions so that it would be impossible to find truth even if we were looking for it? Why is faith the highest moral value when we don't in the world, we don't treat it like a, the highest moral value. We treat truth or kindness or compassion or love as higher values than faith and bad evidence. So why is God's highest value faith and bad evidence? 
Number six, I know the right pattern. I cannot tell you how many times a man, I have only gotten this from men, will either comment or message me or try to meet with me or send me their books saying, I know the secret pattern. I know my way to weave through the Bible like no one else can. And I know the real truth of what's going on here. Men have sent me their theologies and their books and they all believe that, um, of all the humans that have ever existed, they have the one that they are the ones that have figured it out. It is hubris at its finest, and I, I can't I can't deal with it anymore. And last, sometimes at the end of a conversation, when someone is getting mad at me in the comment section, they'll just say, "Enjoy hell." And can I say, I will? Because do you know what Tertullian, the early church father said when he was asked what was so great about going to heaven? He said, you get to stand at the edge of heaven and look down at the damned. And I know that's what you want. You want that moment where the whole world says that you are right and you want to stand in heaven. And the great thing about standing in heaven is you get to look at me burning in hell because I believed in, wrong in the wrong thing. But can I just say that me and anyone else who follows me on this app who is going to hell, um, we cannot wait. We cannot wait to go because there's going to be no hypocritical, fascist, nationalist, cruel, arrogant Christians on here or in hell that are going to be there. And so I cannot wait. It's going to be a great time. So please, if you want to make another comment, do not try to save me. And I'm asking you to do that like as a kindness. I'm asking you instead of being kind by trying to save me, by saying all these things at me all the time and trying to tell everyone to repent all the time, like do the kindness of letting us go, like letting us go. We want to go there. And I am looking forward to hell because if it exists, I cannot stand to spend another second with Christians, especially the ones on this app, especially the ones in my comment section. And so just, just let me go and I'll call it a kindness. That's gonna be the kindness, is when you see something you don't agree with and you don't comment, let's have that be the kindness instead of repent or be burned because I- Okay, I and that sort of wraps it up. We're gonna come back and we're gonna work our way through this. I don't know what her motivation in this is. She seems genuine. Yeah. But she could just be clickbaiting and trying to get comments. Yeah. But the arguments she makes, the whole part about let me go to hell, I don't know. Maybe she's genuine, maybe she's not. But the arguments that she makes are common arguments that you'll hear from someone who uh, is atheistic or whatever. True? Yes. Yeah. So Very common. So we're going to do our best just to kind of hit each of these points she makes. What I think there's six of them. Uh, six, uh, six to seven. seven. Yeah, uh, we're gonna do our best to just sort of, uh, sort of make comments on them and sort of give a, a you know, a rebuttal, uh, you know, to be uh, ready to give a defense. Yes. Right. So that's what we'll do. All right. Nate Williams here with me. Greg Davis, Priority Talk Radio, Truth One Hundred One WXJC. Hang tight. We're gonna come back and work our way back through this video. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest-running advertiser, and that's Today's Family Dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Key Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff, I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment, 256-739-3337. 
That's Today's Family Dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment, 256-739-3337. Today's Family Dentistry in downtown Coleman. Hi, Alabama. This is Robert Jeffers, Bible teacher on Pathway to Victory. Thank you so much for listening to Priority Talk with my friend, Greg Davis, right here on WXJC. It's Priority Talk, and we're back in. Good news, Christian values here on Truth 101 WXJC. Um, All right, here we go. Uh, We're uh, playing this uh, video from a nice lady on um, TikTok. I feel sorry for her, and I'm sure she would say, don't feel sorry for me. (laughs) Let her go, Greg. That's what she says. Um, You you probably just heard, but if you're you're just joining us, let me give you a little bit of what she said, and then we're going to go into her several uh points that she makes apologetically and try to answer them but here's her um here's her attitude it's uh basically um you know let me go to hell and uh, that's the name of the video please just let us go to hell like just let us go there and we are asking you to let us go there so you don't have to worry about saving us anymore you don't have to comment on everything anymore you can let us go there we we want to go there all right um that's hard to hear. It's hard to hear, but also no. Like, yeah, yeah. Because God loves me. He sent Jesus yeah. Christ to the world. You know. Well, we're just being obedient. Yeah. You know, even if I don't like you, I still have an obligation. I, I want to share the gospel with yeah, you. Yeah. It's like... It, it, I'm a debtor. You, you think about some adults who are in a very dark place and thinking about their options with their life, and they're just like, let me go. Mm-hmm. Well, as a friend or a family member, your answer is... No, yeah. I'm going to fight for you and, and yeah. try to reach out to you and help you out of this situation. Same thing with her. Like, no, we're not going to let you go. We're going to share the gospel. Well, she goes on and gives these common things that people say to her when she tells them, I, basically, I'm, I'm okay to go to hell. Uh, so we want to try to give you some quick answers to these, just just overview answers. We, we don't want to get overly technical here. We don't have time for that, first of all. Uh, but there are answers to all of these things. And these are the kind of points and questions and comments that – your, uh, your teenagers, your college students, I mean, even all the way up, you're going to hear these kind of arguments against Christianity. So it's good for us to kind of have a working uh, uh, set of answers to these. We're, we're instructed to be ready to always to give an answer yeah. for anyone who asks you about the hope that you have. And to me, she's looking for hope. Anybody that says, hey, I'm ready to go to hell needs hope so here's here we go Let's because hear every day here are the comments that i get number one i'm such an idiot for thinking that the world just popped up into existence because what people will do is say i believe in god and a creator and it makes more sense because there's creation so there must be a creator not realizing that they've just placed a middleman in the problem and back- okay what's the middleman do you get that you know if there's a creation there must be a creator okay that's yeah. sort of the intelligent design type argument you know if there's a design there's a designer and then she says, um, "What they've done is they've put a middleman in, in, put a middle person." I, I think, I don't know if she phrased that very well as a middleman. That doesn't make a lot of sense. But what she means is what she says next, where well, supposedly the Christian just bumps the question back one more step, mm-hmm. and now instead of who created the world, 
the atheist would ask who, who created, created God. God. Okay, let's and backed the problem up a step and they didn't solve anything because then you have to answer how did God come into existence? And if God always existed without being created, then you admit that things can exist without creation. So then why can't the universe just... Well, things don't exist without creation, first of all. Exactly. God can exist without creation. Yes. Always has been. He's eternal. So that's one little slip-up she's got there. Things don't exist. No. Uh, he's the creator of all things. Yes. So uh, so why can't the, uh, the universe exist. just and exist? And even if you prove deism, you still have all your work cut out for you in proving that God... Okay, so she, deism, of course, would be the idea that uh, God did create, but he's not involved yeah. in the world around us. Yeah. Sort of like you wind up the watch and let it go. Let it go. So she said, even if you prove deism then you got to start to begin to prove about you got to talk about the good where is this god is he even good yeah uh, any thoughts a lot of thoughts there um the difficulty with the whole who created god versus who created the universe science shows us that the universe is heading towards greater and greater disorder greater greater chaos we are losing i think this is the second law of thermodynamics mm -hmm. we are losing usable energy and so that means if you go back in time there was some point in the past where we were at the most order in the universe the most usable energy and that's where the uh, atheist has a problem because that meant that the universe had to start at some point mm -hmm. so now you ask the atheist either Matter has existed forever, but the second law of thermodynamics shows that can't be true. No. Well, there's the creation of the universe. You, If there is a uh, cause, uh, if there is a result, you have to have someone that leads to that result, causing it to happen. Either nothing did that, which is absurd. Yeah. Or some sort of sort of being so either way it's really hard for us as humans to grasp but of the two options a god an is, eternal god versus nothing <laughs> eternal god versus an eternal nothing yeah. what best explains the yeah. beginning of the universe as difficult as it is to wrap our mind around god is the better explanation yeah absolutely there's free will he can choose to create whereas with nothingness nothingness doesn't have a will nothingness can't choose hey i'm going to create the universe at this moment but god can and so of two very difficult concepts to believe god is the better option yeah. all right let's continue god is in any way good or interacts with the world or is worthy of worship or which one is the right god you literally solve nothing by adding god to the mystery of existence the most rational response to looking at the universe and the origins of the universe and the origins of consciousness is to say i don't know not let me ask what first century Palestinians thought since they didn't even know that germs made us sick. Maybe we can just leave them where they are and have a modern conversation about the mysteries well, of the universe. Well, actually, we go back further than first century Palestinians. <laughs> oh, well, way I mean, back. Yeah. We go uh, way back a few thousand years earlier than that for our answers. Absolutely. And um. and this is where you roll your eyes because the, the beliefs of uh, people thousands of years ago about germs, she means it as an insult. But it has no bearing on the basic question of how did we get here. So you see the little shot there that's yeah. just irrelevant. Well, look, those people, maybe maybe they knew, maybe they didn't. 
but uh, they were pretty smart people. They were pretty smart. I'd go over there and look at some of the stuff they built. Look at some of the stuff of they built. I've, and I've seen it. I've stood on it. I've touched it. Uh, they were not dumb people. And if they watched us try to do basic survival yes, things, yes. they would think we were the dumb yes, ones. Yes, they would. I, I doubt. Uh, she probably couldn't go out and grow her own food. Probably not. Or, so or that's just. C.S. Lewis had a term for that, like chronological snobbery, where yes. we just look down on people from the past, mm-hmm. and it's silly. Yeah, and it's not that, not that we're any smarter than they are. It's just different. Just different application. Number two, okay, I get. Here's, here's our second. Yeah, let, let's see. If, just read the Bible. I have a master's it. degree in theology. I studied medieval exegesis, and they say that as if there's only one interpretation or message of the Bible, when there is not one single doctrine, not one, that is consistent throughout the Bible. Okay, this is why you can one use the Bible. Doctrine that's consistent through the Bible. We'll we'll, we'll comment that, then we'll go to break. So, Greg, not one uh, not doctrine one. is consistent through the Bible, and she studied it. She studied it. Yeah. So I guess. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. I think that's pretty consistent. I I don't see anything that conflicts with that in Scripture, do you? Yeah, for God so loved the world that he gave the Israelites, the prophets, the kings, ultimately Jesus to to save us. I think God sending people for us and our salvation is consistent. But these are the kind of comments that, see, she just makes that like it's just true. It's accepted. Don't question. Don't even, that's not even a question. It's yeah. like climate change. Yeah, it just is. It you just can't, is. You can't even de- you can't deny it. Mm-hmm. You can't rationalize with it. It just is. Well, Greg, and, I think that's because you hate science. And that's the kind of comments they make. But listen, if you or your kids or your grandkids don't know the truth, that sounds like the truth. To sounds them. persuasive. If you haven't taught them that throughout Scripture there's consistency and shown them that. Then when they hear that from a person that seems that says, I'm well studied, I've been to this school and I've done this and I've got this authority and I've got this title, well, they would just immediately accept the fact that there's no doctrines that run consistent through Scripture. And then, yeah. then there's a new premise that she's working from and we've just accepted it. Yeah. And, you know, if you don't know to uh, push back on that, you'll just accept it. Yeah. You don't know any better. You don't know any different. This person went to school, so she knows. Exactly. All right. uh, We'll continue with this on the other side. We're going to finish out the rest of this hour on this discussion. Uh, Doing a little apologetics here on Priority Talk. Truth 101, WXJC. We'll be right back. Are you tired of dirt and grime ruining the beauty of your home's exterior? Ew! Look no further. Introducing A-Plus Soft Wash, your go-to exterior cleaning business. A-Plus Soft Wash is owned and operated by Isaac Adams, a dedicated first responder with a heart for service. He'll go the extra mile to keep your property pristine. From clogged gutters to dirty roofs, A-Plus Soft Wash has you covered. Isaac will meticulously clean your gutters, roofs, soft wash siding, clean concrete, and more, leaving your home looking brand new. Isaac is insured, reliable, efficient, and his attention to detail is unbeatable. Trust A-Plus Soft Wash to restore your home's curb appeal. Call Isaac at 256-960-0474 for a free estimate today. That's 256-960-0474. Also make sure to follow the A-Plus Soft Wash Facebook page for exciting offers and updates. A-plus soft wash, your satisfaction is our top priority. A-plus soft wash serves the general Coleman and surrounding areas. Terms and conditions apply. Call for details. Make your home shine with A-plus soft wash today. 
And now, back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like, ooh, ah, yeah, ooh, my life be yeah. like, It's Priority Talk, good news, Christian values here on Truth 101.1 WXJC. Don't forget AM850 as well, WXJCRadio.com, and the free WXJC Radio app. It's all been remade, relaunched. Check it out. I think you'll like what you what you get there. You can find our website and our podcast at PriorityTalkRadio.com. I hope you'll do that. All right, we're um, working through, Nate and I are working through this um uh, audio of a video that uh, a lady put out there uh, saying, please let me go to hell. I don't need all of your comments and, you know, you're uh, trying to save me and I don't I don't need your arguments. And here's the most common arguments I get that I hear. And, um, and so we're just working our way back through these, trying to be ready to give an answer uh, for anyone who uh, knows needs the hope that we have in Christ. And so let's just continue. We're going to pick up right where we were. Uh, she is on her second comment, basically, and she is saying that uh, there's no, uh, you know, no theological uh, belief that runs consistent through Scripture. Yeah. Uh, which we've already addressed that. We won't rehash that one. Uh, but here she goes, uh, and she begins to talk about how you can use the Bible to uh, justify anything. All right. So that's how she leads off, and we'll we'll stop it and comment as we go the Bible to do just about anything. The Bible solves nothing. It is just a complex, long-form conversation where you can glean wisdom, but there's not anything there that you can use as a foundation to build a life. Well, now, and that, you know, obviously I, couldn't, obviously I couldn't disagree more. Uh, does she realize that our Western world, technology, science, freedom, democracy, values, Constitution, all constitution, all come from the Bible, or or facets of the Bible. Well, she says there's wisdom there, but nothing to build your life on. Forget a single life. We're talking about a whole civilization yeah. has been built on Judeo-Christian values mm-hmm. stemming from the and Bible. She really enjoys probably uh, some of the benefits of those Judeo-Christian. Oh, she, I bet she loves her freedom of speech. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure she does. I um, bet she loves that these these uh, personal freedoms the founding fathers gave us were based on the fact that we were made by a creator that has given us inalienable rights that the government can't or shouldn't touch. Uh, I bet she enjoys some of those things. Probably does. Um, so, yeah, okay. She goes to point number three. We got to got at some point here, keep it keep it moving. We could bog down on all of these. But we want you to know that, that there are ways to push back and have conversations about this. Um, she seems like a perfectly nice person. Um, you know, she's not hateful. Um, she's Her attitude is more, leave me alone. <laughs> I want to go to hell. I guess her Amazing. way of leaving her alone is having a message for all Christians. Yeah, here we go. Number three, you have no foundation for morality. This one I get a lot as if... So people tell her, you have no foundation for morality. So it's the moral argument. Which is accurate. Yeah. Well, you don't. If, if you don't believe in God and his word, you, you really have no foundation of morality. Yes. It's whatever everybody wants it to be. The strongest statement an atheist can make about morality is, I personally feel or think mm-hmm. that something is wrong. That's the strongest statement an atheist can ever make about mm-hmm. right and wrong. Yeah. Well, and that gets into relativism and all of those kind oh, yeah. of, you know, and again, going back to what we were saying, she she enjoys uh, the morality. You know, it's, it's funny that people uh, that, that don't believe that 
um, that there's common morality among people based on God's laws of, of nature. Uh, you know, they would say, well, you know, whatever a society wants it to be or whatever an individual wants their morality to be, you know, that's their morality. So yeah. it's all relativistic. Yeah. Just because it's, you know, for you, it may be different for me. But I get, I bet you when somebody breaks into her house and steals all her stuff, I bet she doesn't like that. Yeah. Where you could just say, oh, no, well, that person didn't feel like it was wrong, it was immoral to break into your house and steal stuff. So you can't, you know, really you can't say anything because, you know, that was moral morality for them. So don't yep. question their morality. No, we all go back to a standard of thou shalt not steal, Judeo-Christian value, morality, and that's where we come off of. So is it well said or not? I, I think so. I think that is well said. I guarantee you, if somebody uh, broke into her house or someone violated her, she would not like it, and she would think that was wrong. You shouldn't have done that. Yes. But, but she, okay. she wouldn't say it was a matter of personal opinion. No, but where did that sense of morality come from? Well, she tries to answer coming up. She does. But it if the work. Bible gives you an objective foundation for morality, it can't even say that slavery or genocide is wrong. Morality has always been a conversation. And if you study the Bible long enough, like really study it, you can watch that conversation happen. And you can watch rules change. You can watch God change his mind. It has always been relative morality, even in religion. And as we learn more and we share more stories, we have more empathy and that leads to more moral behaviors where we recognize that I am you and you are me and you seem to be a human just like me. So I'm going to treat you how you want to be. I am you and you are me. Oh, my boy. She, she's uh, That sounds very. Uh, and the Bible doesn't even condemn genocide or slavery. Yeah, that's something that the, the, the tricky thing about accusations like that is it takes a moment to explain. And in social media, if you try to take a moment, they'll take that as, oh, you got owned online. Mm -hmm. It's like, hold on. Um, slavery in the Old Testament was very different. It was more like indentured servitude. Yeah. And people were set free. You, you, you did what you needed to do because of economic hardships, and you were set free. It wasn't the chattel slavery we think of here in America. Then when it comes to genocide, the Old Testament is very clear that the reason why the Israelites came in and occupied Israel was because the people there before them, the Canaanites, were horrifically evil. And uh, God talks about that in Genesis, that there there is massive amounts of evil in the land. And as judgment, God was using the Israelites to judge the people because they did some of the worst things you could think of, like a child and human sacrifice yeah. and some of those other things. And so genocide, God wasn't like, oh, I just don't like these people. There there was wickedness there. and but But when you try to take time to explain that in social media, it can be difficult to do. Yeah, it's not set up for that uh, long form. Long form, which is intelligent conversation. Which is what she says the Bible is. She says it's long form conversation, and so you know, like ah, that's worthless, no good. Yeah, uh, you know, the, it doesn't fit onto TikTok uh, short term videos, which this is about six, uh, almost seven minutes long. Um, so yeah, well, you're me, I'm you. Uh, I'm gonna uh, treat Sounds you like the way you want to be, be treated. treated. And we have empathy, and we've evolved to have empathy as the kind of primates primates that we are. There is uh, empathy. Empathy. I, I have a question for her. She assumes empathy is good. 
what standard do you have yeah. to say empathy is good? Because in the animal kingdom, you'll also see uh, murder and uh, animals' version of cannibalism. You'll see, uh, you know, sexual assault. Let's say just all sorts of hor- horrible things. That what makes those behaviors wrong? Because according to her worldview, they've evolved to do those things. Therefore, what makes empathy better than? murdering your own uh, family members. She has no standard to say certain things are good, certain things are bad, because it's all in nature. No, no, you're right. You're right. And there she says, and, and then she calls us primates. Yeah. On top of that. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so there's no objective morality in the Bible, she continues. There's not objective morality in the Bible. This is why that you can use um, the Bible to either argue against or for slavery. So during the Civil War, the Bible didn't help at all. It solved nothing. It added an unnecessary middleman to the conversation. There she is with that middleman middle again. I think she doesn't understand what that means because neither example, I think, are genuine middlemen. Well, if, if she's saying, okay, we're one side and there's another side and then there's something in the middle, what's the other side? Yeah, I don't know. What's to get a middle? There's got to be two ends. Yeah, I think she's misusing the term. Yeah, I, I don't really know where it, she's going. She, on she that. might mean like another source of authority, like you can use this, you can use that, you can use the Bible, but yeah, like a middleman, like a mediator. Yeah. That's not the right use of it. Yeah, I, I don't really understand that. Okay, uh, here she goes to her fourth point, and we'll get this one in before we go to break, uh, and it's a uh, uh, repent. Uh, type uh, argument that she says people make to her. And again, remember her attitude, not only her attitude, her words at the beginning and the end of this video were just let me go to hell. So just know where she's coming from if you're just joining us. Repent or be destroyed. This is this one is annoying because if I as a spiritual atheist who lives a moral life as best I can and I left... Spiritual atheist. I don't know, but I like how she says I've lived a moral life. By whose standards? Yeah, yeah, where'd that come from? Hitler lived a moral <laughs> life according to his standards. Sure, yeah, yeah. But spiritual, spiritual atheist, atheist, I don't know. That's, that's a term I need to look into. I think there might be something there of atheists wanting to have a higher purpose, mm-hmm. higher meaning, talking about science or nature in a spiritual way, maybe something like They're that. They're open to about anything except for the God of the Bible, Yeah, I would say. They're yeah. op- all that's in play, but not, not Jehovah. Yeah. No, can't go there. Uh, All right. Left religion because of my moral and intellectual compass that was given to me by God, and then I'm punished for it because I didn't believe the right things, then it is an immoral God because, and it doesn't need to be worshipped because either character matters or it doesn't. And if it doesn't, then it's just luck. And if it's just luck that gets you into heaven or being born into the right belief that gets you into heaven, that's not a God worthy of worship. So why tell me every day that I need to repent or be destroyed? Help oh, me. Um, repent or be destroyed. I will say from, from the sound of it, this point and number seven, I don't know if we want to knock this out right now. but no, uh, We'll go to break and come back and get it. And then, okay, so for number four, I'll say something, just a short version, yeah. that a lot of P- Christians you meet online can be very nasty. Mm-hmm. And I hope that she is eventually introduced to yeah. Christians who are kind yeah. and loving and serve their communities and, and, and live more like Christ, because there, there can be a lot of nastiness I say online. It, you can disagree without being disagreeable. Yes. And 
you know, people get mad at me for that. Listeners to this show get mad at me because I'll talk about maybe some of our uh, you know elected you know state officials that I interact with and try to reason with and get to know and you know uh, be a positive uh, person in their life, and they'll get mad at me because I don't call them names and get ugly with them and I raw, talk respect I, I talk respectfully about yeah, them yeah. and try to you know somewhat give people some benefit of the doubt where I can. Oh yeah. And boy, people they they get mad at me over it. They they they're want... saying you should call them what they are. You should do all this. I'm like, well, that doesn't do any good. Yes, all I that agree. does is you you forfeit your 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 ability to be able to influence and, or and to speak into talk or, with them or to have a friendship with you know. And you'll lose a lot of people on the fence who are considering both sides if you're nasty. Yeah. They're like, oh, I don't want to be like that. You can disagree without being disagreeable, and I think that's the problem here. She's got people that are being ugly to her. But, uh, yes, we, we all must repent. Um, or, or ultimately, yes, uh, it, it's, it leads to destruction. It so does. That's, a, that's something that she's being told that is true. It is true, but there's a full story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, let's take a break, and we'll come back and try to finish this out uh, on the other side. Uh, let me go to hell. That's this lady's message, and we're working our way through it and just trying to give you some reasonable uh, thoughts and answers uh, about the uh, – the, the questions and the comments that she arises. All right. Priority Talk, Greg Davis, Nate Williams here during this hour, so stay with us. Priority Talk. Marketing can be overwhelming. The marketing landscape is full of holes to lose your money. Stop trying to piece your marketing together. Start marketing with a purpose. Dot Edison Marketing is your full service marketing partner. They are your business's outsourced marketing team. Call them at 205-332-3728 or go to their website at .edison.com. Hey everybody, this is Kurt Cameron and you're listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk. And we're back in for our final moments here today on Priority Talk Radio. Uh, stay with us uh, as we uh, finish out to the top of the hour uh, and find uh, the earlier parts of this conversation, this hour, at PriorityTalkRadio.com or just search Priority Talk on your favorite podcast platforms. All right. Uh, without too much uh, delay, let's just move right back into this uh, audio that we're working our way through of a lady who says, hey, just let me go to hell. And you can quit telling me all this stuff because it's not going to work. Quit trying to save me. All right, here we go. Her next argument. Let's uh, start into it. Number five, just have faith. That is the ultimate thought-ending cliche that believers use to deal with cognitive dissonance. I've never once gotten a good answer for why would God make faith in bad evidence the highest moral value in his hierarchy. The reason why she's never gotten an answer from that is because it's a terrible question. Mm-hmm. Her question she asks is already in bad faith. Why would God make faith in bad evidence the highest value? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you're not going to get an answer because that's a that's a question asked in bad faith. Uh, why would God make faith in bad evidence? I would say the question's false. There's good evidence. 
Sure. There's lots of evidence, yeah. lots of arguments, well, lots the, of evidence. The evidence of eternal God's a lot better than uh, than of, of not an eternal God. Absolutely. So she makes this big stink. I think she mentions it again later on in the video. But yeah, you didn't. You don't receive a good answer because it's a bad question. Very good. All right. Let's uh, pick it back up. Faith in bad evidence, the highest moral value in his hierarchy of values. This is the number one doubt for Richard Rohr, by the way, who believes that he's going to go see God. And he's going to ask, if he has an opportunity to ask a question, this is his question. Why did you make it so easy for us to be blinded by our own biases and patterns and superstitions so that it would be impossible to find truth even if we were looking for it? Okay. First of all, those are just sin. <laughs> yes. So, we're not, you know, yeah. just call it what it is. I want to live life the way I want to. Right. And I don't want to answer to anyone. Well, that's that's the atheist. The atheist doesn't want to think they'll they'll believe anything other than there is a holy God and I will have to answer to him one day. Yes. E- any any other thing is believable except for that because they don't want to answer to God. Yeah. And then the other thing I always follow that with, I haven't talked about this in a long time on the radio is those people are they can act like it but they're miserable yeah uh, in, in their in their unbelief yeah and misery loves company and yeah. so that's why people like her go to tiktok and try to bring people with them yeah. if i can get other people to think like i think then i don't feel as bad about it yeah you know I, it, there's there's company with me and hey and she talks on later on how yeah we'll just all go to hell it'll be a great time it'll be fun no it won't no it won't be uh, and i don't know why you want to take that chance um you know if you're if you're right and um you know, it's all great. That's wonderful. But what if you're wrong and hell's not so great? Yes. You, for, you, you've miscalculated. Oh, for sure. And uh, just have faith. I think one thing we, I, I will say this is a little bit on us, defining faith well. It is. That we've taken faith and said, oh, just have faith. Yeah, the I way, get frustrated by that sometimes. Too. Yeah, just have faith. Santa no, Claus, no. Tooth Fairy. Faith is, uh, a, a synonym for faith is reasonable belief. Yeah. So you believe something you can't prove, but based on good evidence. So faith for, is only as good as the object of your faith. Yes. I mean, you can put your faith in anything, but if it's faulty, it, <laughs> the faith's got not any good. Exactly. The, the example I use is tomorrow. I cannot prove that tomorrow will happen, but based on thousands and thousands of previous years, that there's good evidence that tomorrow will happen. I can't prove it, but there's good evidence. I have a reasonable belief in tomorrow. Yeah. I'll say the same thing with God, that no, I can't prove Produce God in like a test tube. Uh, I can't just look under a rock and, oh, there's God. But there are lots of good reasons and there's evidence for the existence of God, and that's faith. And so I think we could do a well, better job of defining it. She has faith. Yeah. She has placed her faith basically in herself. Yes. Is what she's done. So I would say everybody yeah. has faith. Yeah. You, you've put your faith somewhere. You may have put it in nothing. Yeah. But that means you have faith in nothing. Exactly. So everybody has faith. Don't don't. But I do get frustrated sometimes by the way the word faith is. And, and she'll go on and use some more words like that here in a minute. Uh, and you're like, okay, where'd you get those words from? Why is faith the highest moral value when we don't in the world we don't treat it like a, the highest moral value? We treat truth or kindness or compassion or love as higher value. Uh, all you know. Uh, all biblical, you know, all virtues. biblical words, yeah. and, 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 and where do you get the definitions for those things? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, values than faith and bad evidence. So why is God's highest value faith and bad evidence? Because it's not. Yeah, it's not. I mean, first That's of all, just a bad question. Know, it is. It is just a bad question. Number six. I know the right pattern. I cannot tell you how many times a man. I have only gotten this. Only men tell her this, by the way. 
Really. That's what she says. Only so, men. So she's sexist on it. And I, I will say this is a little Gnostic. Yeah. Hey, look, listen yeah. out there. If a Christian tells you they have secret knowledge, yeah. that's absolute uh, silliness. Grab your jacket and leave. <laughs> we shout from the mountains, John three yeah. sixteen. for yeah. God so loved the world. We're not trying to keep anything hidden. Yeah. We're not pretending we have any secret knowledge. No. So this is kind of, I don't know what circles of Christian People she's talking to. People may tell her this, but I don't buy into this. They have the secret interpretation. Of the Bible. from men will either comment or message me or try to meet with me or send me their books saying I know the secret pattern I know my way to weave through the Bible like no one else can and I know the real truth of what's going on here men have sent me their theologies and their books and they all believe that um, of all the humans that have ever existed they have the one that they are the ones that have figured it out it is hubris at its finest and I, I can't I can't deal with it anymore and last, sometimes at the end of a conversation when someone is getting mad at me in the comment section, they'll just say, enjoy hell. And can I say, I will. Because do you know what Tertullian, the early church father, said when he was asked what was so... That's sad now. That's an unfortunate quote from Tertullian, what she's about to say. If it's even... If it's even true, I'm not sure. You know, people make stuff up. But yeah, it is, no doubt about it. And, uh, but... For her just to say, I will enjoy hell. I, I don't, where's she getting that belief from? That she's going to enjoy hell. That, that is super sad. But I, I will say, just like with point four, that I hope she experiences Christians outside of Twitter and TikTok. Yeah. That there are a lot of good Christians out there, loving and kind. Those preach the gospel, and we'll talk about hell. Like, believe me. But it's wrapped up in a way that's don't enjoy hell. That's kind of, um, that's kind of crass and unloving for Christians hey, just to say. I that. will, because do you know what Tertullian, the early church father, said when he was asked what was so great about going to heaven? He said, "You get to stand at the edge of heaven and look down at the damned." And I know that's what you want. You want. I, I don't know anybody who wants that. I don't want that. <laughs> that uh, if I wanted to do that, I'd be trying to convince people. I, I I wouldn't be telling people I've got the answer. And yes, I, you'd 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 try to confuse them more so they'd go to hell so you could fall. We over would them. try to hide the gospel. Sure, because we yeah. want you to go to hell according right. to her. That, I don't. I will crazy. say, Greg. I won't mention the group, but there are some uh, types of Christians who who go in that very uh, that that direction. I think they're very small numbers, yeah. but they do exist, unfortunately. Yeah, well, th th she's. This is not any, anywhere near a mainstream. Oh, call. for sure not. I don't know anyone who uh, who thinks this, and I, I've actually never even heard that quote before. I hadn't so from that we Tertullian. Can look down on the damned, I've never heard that before. So. Yeah. Well, that's I, not I us. Even, I don't know how much confidence I want that moment where the whole world says that you are right and you want to stand in heaven. And the great thing about standing in heaven is you get to look at me burning in hell because I believed in wrong in the wrong thing. But can I just say that me and anyone else who follows me on this app who is going to hell, um, we cannot wait. We cannot wait to go because there's going to be no hypocritical, fascist, nationalist, cruel, arrogant Christians on here are in hell that are going to be there and so pretty, i cannot wait it's she's pretty judgmental isn't she very judgmental she is describing two billion plus people all around the world as we all are this way i was she, like whoa she is super judgmental she would probably want to say hey don't judge me but uh, well she 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 threw out some pretty strong judgment there herself it's going to be a great time so please hell's going to be a great time mm. 
Yeah. All my friends are going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to party. Laugh with the sinners and cry with the saints, right? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. If you want to make another comment, do not try to save me. And I'm asking you to do that, like, as a kindness. I'm asking you, instead of being kind by trying to save me, by saying all these things at me all the time, and trying to tell everyone to repent all the time, like, do the kindness of letting us go. Like, letting us go. We Never. want to go there. And I am looking forward to hell because if it exists, I cannot stand to spend another second with Christians, especially the ones on this app, especially the ones in my comment section. And so just just let me go and I'll call it a kindness. That's going to be the kindness is when you see something you don't agree with and you don't comment. Let's have that be the kindness instead of repent or be burned because I, I can't do this anymore. Well, all you got to do is uh, get off here. Yeah. People will leave you alone. Exactly. She wants to share her thoughts with the world, but uh, one conception of the gospel we do need to clear up. Obviously, to be saved, you need to believe in Jesus, mm-hmm. but people go to hell. She never even mentioned Jesus, the whole— She never did. Never that, did. That's important. Um, but to go to hell, it's because we're criminals. We're rebels. We're, we're sinners. It's uh, Belief is obviously very important, but we have sinned against a holy God. And I think she, she kind of gets that wrong, that, that uh, it's, it's like medicine in a way. If you die from a sickness, yes, partially you didn't take the medicine you needed, sure, but it's the sickness that killed you, not the not taking the medicine medicine that would have saved you but it's the sickness itself in this analogy it's the sin the rebellions the crimes we've committed against god not the disbelief in jesus that would have saved you but it's the crimes that send you to hell she also gets that distinction messed up i don't know i don't know if that makes any sense but i think we see in these videos that uh for those listening out there you'll hear a lot of these things they're they're very common they're everywhere but there are good answers there are good answers that you don't have to let these things really rock your faith Uh, absolutely Uh, we will uh, post this uh, video tell you we'll put it on our social media where we can we'll put it in our show notes as well if you want to go back and see this and watch it for yourself and maybe think back through it again and how you would answer some of these or how you could equip your kids your grandkids to be able to you know sort of push back or not have their their self uh, shaken by these kind of um, you know uh, comments or unbelieved statements then uh, you can go there and do that for yourself we hope you will All right, it's been Priority Talk Radio. Very glad you've spent some time with us today. Uh, This entire hour will be at our podcast, PriorityTalkRadio.com, or wherever you find audio, search for Priority Talk. Everybody have a great evening. God bless.